On this episode of Bhagwan Salangi Podcast, we talk about renting scooters and motorcycles in Thailand. Should you rent one? Should you ride one? And if you do decide to, what things should you think about before you rent that motorcycle? Welcome back to Bhagwan Phalang. So one of the most popular activities for tourists in Thailand is renting a scooter and travelling around seeing the sights. It is a great way to get around, especially in the really picturesque areas like Phuket, in areas of Pattaya, in Chiang Mai, so forth. But there are a few things you should consider before renting a scooter in Thailand or anywhere for that matter. So let's have a look at some of those things. First up, licensing. What kind of license do you need in Thailand to rent and to ride a motorcycle? Well, to be honest, to rent one, you really don't need the license. Most places won't ask to see it. I have read occasional stories of people being asked to provide a copy of an international driver's license before renting a car. Never heard of one before someone renting a scooter, but I've never come across that myself. So it depends on what country you're from, but if you're from most countries like Australia and the USA, that have the uh, visa waiver on entry for up to 30 days, normally your home license will be valid for while you're traveling. However, having said that, some police officers won't accept your local license and want to see an international driver's permit. And if they want that and you don't have it, and they give you a fine, good luck in trying to get out of that fine. You'd be better off just paying it. So while they aren't mandatory, I really do recommend getting an international driver's permit or IDP. In Australia, they cost about $39 and are available from the NRMA New South Wales or the RACV in Victoria. They're pretty easy to get. You take your current license, a passport photo, they copy the details into a little book, they stamp it, you pay your fee, and you're on your way. They're normally valid for 12 months, or if your license expires in less than 12 months, they're valid until your license expires. So again, I think they're worth getting. They don't take a lot of time. They're not a lot of hassle. And for $39, hey, why not? Especially if you're going to be traveling a few times or to a few destinations. Really, all the IDP does is translate your license into multiple languages, but it's useful to have. Should you ride the bike? Have you ridden in, the, in your own country? Do you have a license in your own country? If you're a beginner, I say Thailand isn't the best place to learn. There's a lot of traffic in Thailand. The road rules are different to what they are in Australia. The road conditions are very different to what they are in Australia. And being in a foreign country where you don't know all the road rules, where the road conditions can be quite variable, where the road users themselves can just be completely different to what you're used to on the roads in your home country, isn't the best place or the best time to be learning a new skill like riding a scooter or a motorcycle. It's not as easy as it seems sometimes, and it can be quite dangerous. If you are an experienced rider in your home country and licensed, then go for it. Just be aware that you aren't riding in Australia or in America anymore, and things happen differently. When you're renting a scooter, it's always worthwhile asking around and looking for a reputable shop. There's hundreds, if not thousands, of places to rent scooters in places like Pattaya, Bangkok, and Phuket. Some of them good, some of them bad. So asking any friends that have been there, asking any people you know that live there, or even asking the people in your hotel which shop is good, is quite often a good way to find a decent shop. Prices are reasonable. Scooter rental usually is around the two to 300 baht day range for a small 110, 125cc scooter. However, that price will decrease the longer your rental period. If you're renting for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, it's not uncommon to see rental prices of around two and a half to 3,000 baht for an entire month. So that's not a lot at all, about 100 baht a day, really. You normally pay this fee upfront, and there's also normally a deposit of a few thousand baht that you have to pay at the same time. 
kind of an insurance or security deposit. They'll also want a copy of your passport. Now, this is important. If the shop wants to keep your passport, walk away. Don't give them your passport for the time you're hiring your scooter because that is a recipe for a scam. Let them photocopy your passport, absolutely. They need to know who you are, and I think they actually have to have that as a legal requirement. But don't let them keep your passport. You might get it back with no dramas at the end, but you might not. And if they've got your passport, you can't leave the country, which obviously causes a whole range of other problems. Make sure you check the bike over for damage before you take the bike. Take photos and video of it. Try and put the person you're renting from in a couple of those photos or in that video. Put the date stamp on the corner as well if you're taking photos. It's a great way to secure yourself when you get back and also shows them that you're looking at the bike and looking for damage before you leave. Less likely for them to try and scam you, which does happen from time to time. Check the bike is in good condition. Check the tyres. Make sure the brakes work. I've had several scooters that I've rented where the brakes really haven't worked that well and I've had to take them back. Also, ask to see the vehicle documents, insurance and tax papers and make sure that you have a copy of them with you when you're on the bike in case you do get stopped by the police and ask to show them. This has never happened to me, but I do hear of people getting stopped and asked to show their papers. And if you don't have them, you get fined and the bike will be impounded until you can show them and pay that fine. Helmets. When you're renting a scooter, make sure they give you helmets. If it's just for you, get the one. If you've got a partner or a friend with you or you think you might have someone with you at a later date, grab two. And wear them. It is law in Thailand to wear the helmets and it doesn't matter whether they look like they're pretty fragile and pretty basic. I call them ice cream containers because to me that's what they feel like with a little bit of foam inside. But wear them. It's not going to do you any harm to do it. Yeah, it might mess up your hair, but so what? They're there for a reason. They may actually provide a little bit of protection in an accident, although honestly I do believe that is debatable with the quality of the helmets that they give you. If you get caught not wearing a helmet by the police, there is a fine. I believe currently the official fine set at around about a thousand baht and the police do target tourists they will stop tourists and obvious tourists for not wearing helmets to check over the bike and to look for stuff like that so don't be a target wear the helmet they've got less reason to stop you you're not breaking the rules you're not breaking the law and also it means that you're covered by insurance if something does go wrong i'm going to cover insurance in a later episode but if you had a motorcycle accident and you weren't wearing your helmet on most policies you instantly are not covered be aware of the road conditions and any possible differences in the road rules. Now, most people, including myself, aren't going to go and read the entire road rule book for any country they're going to drive in. But have a quick internet check for what the most common differences in road rules are in Thailand compared to your country. Maybe you come from America where you ride or drive on the right-hand side of the road. In Thailand, you drive on the left. There's a big difference and something you have to remember. Maybe there's a difference in the way they treat traffic lights or roundabouts or how many people you can have on a vehicle. Those small things can be important to know and it's useful to look up before you leave and be aware of. Also just be aware of the general conditions around you, the amount of traffic, the way people are driving and riding, the amount of pedestrians in the area you're in and make sure you're sensible with your speed. I know you're on holiday, I know you want to have fun but it doesn't take much for you to come off a small scooter in a strange place and a trip to hospital on a holiday doesn't sound like a huge amount of fun to me. While we're on the safety, alcohol, don't drink and drive. It's just stupid. The amount of people I see hop onto scooters and they've had way too much to drink. It just astounds me. I won't do it. Plain and simple, I won't do it. If you're going to drink, leave the motorbike at home. Or if you haven't left it at home, you've gone somewhere, you had a few too many drinks, park it up for the night, catch a motorcycle taxi or a taxi back and go and get it in the morning. 
if you drink and ride and you have an accident, you are not going to be covered by insurance. If you drink and ride and you were caught by the police over there, you are in for a nasty surprise. As far as I am currently aware, the fines are 20, 25,000 baht and up, and you'll more than likely spend at least a couple of nights in jail, and no one wants to do that and ruin their holiday. So, should you ride? If you have experience, and if you're aware of what you're doing, I say yes. I do every time I'm in Thailand. I love riding motorcycles anywhere in the world, and they are a great way to get around. My girlfriend and I have a great time hopping on the bike and going to different beaches in different areas throughout the day. But just remember, be aware of your surroundings, be aware of the road conditions, be aware of the traffic. Be aware that other riders may not have the experience that you have, and don't take for granted they're going to take the actions you expect. Don't drink and ride. Make sure you have travel insurance and that you are covered for riding a motorcycle. And most importantly, enjoy yourself. See you next time.